Hello to all my beautiful souls in this vast multiverse. I know I'm coming at you with the second episode of the month of December. I'm feeling really good. I'm on top of shit. <laughs> um, so what I'm going to do today, I'm going to be answering um, voicemails. Um, guys, also feel free to call in if you guys want to... Um, if you want me to answer a question of yours on this podcast, you can obviously, you don't have to say your name. You know, it's just a voicemail you leave. Um, the phone number is 928-900-4990. I just realized a lot of nines in this number. But anyway, um, yeah, it's my little hotline number. There is no uh, text messages or nothing. It's like a literal old school hotline. So just leave a voicemail and um, yeah, it'll be featured on, a, on an episode. I'll also leave the number in the description box because like who the hell is going to just remember, you know, what the hell I just said. So yeah, I'm going to write it in the description box. So yeah, we're going to, we're going to answer some voicemails and then um, I'm going to share little life updates, some channeled messages and uh, whatever pops through per usual, keeping it random, keeping it in the moment. Life is best lived moment to moment anyway. All right, let's get to these voicemails. Here we go. All right, we're about to play the first one. Here we go. Hi, Amy. So I had um, two questions. Um, One being, what's your take on uh, Kundalini awakening? Like, what is it to you? And um, the second one is, about um the sphinx in egypt like um what's your take on it or like what what energy like do you get when you um tune into sphinx hi it's me again so i just called like a couple minutes ago but um i just wanted to say thank you thank you so much for like your sessions and like the way that you treat that you treat me and that you treat everybody else and yeah i just i'm really grateful that i found you and i feel like my life like wouldn't be what it is like without your guidance so thank you thank you so much wow 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 um thank you so much for uh calling in um you actually got me a little emotional here. Uh, you, you got me, girl. You got me. Uh, I uh, it means so much to me. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Jeez, I, just, I was gonna um, cry. Um, I don't know. It just uh, it touched me. I'm really, uh, I'm really, I'm really glad. I'm really, uh, I'm really thankful and appreciative of uh, running into souls like yours and um, pretty much everyone I've done a session with. Thank you guys. Um, Wow, that was a, uh, whoo, I, uh, <laughs> thank you so much. You, you got me. I'm actually, you know, for a bitch who talks a lot, you got me. I'm tongue twisted now. Um, thank you. I'm so glad that uh, we crossed paths and I'm so glad with our sessions that we've done together. I'm so glad it means so much to you. It means a lot to me too. Whoo, man, guys, <laughs> this is what this, and you know what? Let me just take a minute before I answer your question about Kundalini and the Sphinx. Um, This is what life is really about. We're all here to be of service to one another, to help one another, to connect back with that one, that oneness energy, the God energy where we're all one. And um, as much as, you know, like you said, I help you, but you also help me and you guys help me. You know, we're all equally learning lessons through each other. 
And um, wow, that really touched me. I'm so glad I could help in any way. I'm really blessed. Thank you. Blessed to know you. Um, okay. Woo! Let me calm my emotions down. Where's my water? Where's my water? Hold on. Let me take a sip real quick. Ah! Woo! Okay. Um, all right. Back to your question. Uh, thank you again. Thank you again. Um, back to your question about, okay, the Sphinx and Kundalini awakening. Okay. I'm going to start with the Sphinx. Um, and, and you asked me basically, um, what is my take on it? What's the energy I get when I tune into the Sphinx? All right. Well, damn, this is actually, you know what? I have never really used a lot of my time or energy really like researching the Sphinx or even using my, even not even beyond research. Research is just logic based. I'm talking about a intuitive research, if you know what I mean, meaning intuitively, psychically tuning in. So this is actually a really cool question because I've never spent a lot of time. I just know, like I get impressions off of it, but I'm going to actually... We're, we're, you know what? We're going to do this live. We're going to actively look more into the energy of the Sphinx and what I feel. Okay. So I'm going to just remote view myself. Remote viewing guys is basically projecting your consciousness to any location and anywhere in the world and in the space time continuum. Um, and so basically I, you, what I do and you guys know, I love to teach. So I'm going to teach as I go. <laughs> so basically I'm u- utilizing my clairvoyance to um, do what's called a bird eye view over the Sphinx, where it looks as if I'm above it looking down. And that's where I'm going to get most of my energy impressions from. And so um, I'm going to take a few deep breaths. Um, Usually I would be a little bit more prepared um, I obviously when I do these episodes, I have no idea what's going to be said. I, it's not like I, uh, guys, I want, I want to know what these, I, I, I want to let you guys know when I literally say I'm doing voicemail episode, I literally pull up my, my little, um, hotline phone account and just press play live. So I have no idea what's being said. So usually I should be a little bit more prepared for a remote viewing session, but fuck it. We're going to raw dog it. We're just going in because that's the whole point of life moment to moment. So I'm going to take a few deep breaths since I'm just going to have to do this live. All right, here we go. Damn, I could barely breathe. I didn't know from that little, I got teary eyed. You know, when you go, when you like tear up a little bit, your sinuses get all congested and shit. I try to breathe in, I almost couldn't breathe. All right, let me do it again. Yeah, feeling all my hot breath through the phone. <laughs> okay, okay, let me stop joking. All right, I'm a little bit calm. I took about three deep breaths. I would recommend usually five to six, but I'm already pretty relaxed as is. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do my bird's eye view. So I am now overlooking the Sphinx. I'm on top of it. The winds are blowing. It is windy. It's windy here. You know what? I've never been to Egypt before in real life, like physically. But has anyone anyone listening been been visited the Sphinx? Does it get a little windy over there? I, I don't know. I've never been, but this is what I'm feeling um, as I'm projecting my consciousness. I'm feeling wind. Um, I'm looking at it from above, like as if I'm flying in the air. I'm watching it from below. I see the nose part of the Sphinx. You know how it's missing and shit. Um, the energy that I feel, there is something buried underneath it. 
um, I see and feel a big energy, like a power source. So you know how we have like power plants, you know, powering up tons and tons of cities and things. Um, there's something equally as powerful, like, like, like what would power need? Like, like a power plant that would power up a city or two. That's the energy that feels underneath the sphinx and it's underneath guys. I can't shake the feeling there's something underneath and it's a powerful energy and it's constantly swirling. I'm actually feeling a little dizzy, um, being in this energy, not going to lie. I feel a little dizzy. Um, but I, maybe this could be just the energy hitting me, or maybe it's like, I don't know if it's just like, uh, you know, with the high vibrational energy or whatever, but so let me keep, let me keep walking through without overly interpreting because technically with remote viewing, you do, you want to be careful. I'm only doing, I'm, I'm doing a bootleg remote viewing session. Technically, if you're really remote viewing, it's best to not interpret while you're uh, in the midst of it. You're supposed to interpret it after, but because I'm doing this live, I'm doing it a little, I'm modifying it. Okay, here we go. Um, so I feel the power source. I feel like there is, um, I saw the word guardian. There is an there's a spirit that's a, what's called a guardian spirit and it's a guardian. I keep seeing the word guardian. It's being spelled out to me in the air. There is someone who is a guardian of, of, of the Sphinx or a couple beings actually that guard it or, or it's a guardian. That's the word that keeps a gatekeeper guardian. It's either gatekeeper or guardian. It's a guardian. Yeah, it's guardian. So I'm seeing the words guardian, but I'm also seeing the word gatekeeper and so there are actual spiritual influences, um, I mean, beings, entities that actually protect the Sphinx or guard it. Um, there is a big power. Uh, guys, I keep going back to it. I'm getting like a headache and dizzy. There is a huge power source underneath that thing. Um, what I'm being, what I'm also being shown, it looks like there is, um, maybe there's, I don't know if there's like underground tunnels. I don't know if it's an underground base, like an alien base, but there's something huge underneath the Sphinx that's really powerful and it's making me feel dizzy. I almost feel like, you know what it honestly feels like, guys? I can't sustain this. I can't be here too long. I think I'm, I think they're trying to kick me out. Um, I know this sounds so crazy, but like, um, when you remote view and if there are beings and different alien entities and different beings can pick up on you and your consciousness projecting itself there. So I feel like I'm getting really weak. My mind, like, like guys, I feel so dizzy. Okay. I gotta, I gotta stop focusing on the dizziness so I can get this information. So, um, there is alien activity for sure. Um, there are ancient humans that time travel and go back here. Um, Okay, so for example, when you think of ancient Egypt, right? We think in linear time, like, oh, it happened so many uh, ancient years ago. We're on this, from our point of view, we have what's called linear time. Although we all know time don't exist, but whatever, linear time. So in our timeline, we think ancient Egypt was hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years ago, right? But what I'm feeling is it's actively still, like there's an act, the ancient Egyptians or some of them were, um, and this is something that I wanted to share with you all in a general sense. God, I'm so dizzy in this energy. I don't know if I can focus, guys. Um, basically, there's a lot of fucking energy here. I, I, I got to take myself out of it. Um, I've really got to go to Egypt in real in real life for sure. But it is windy there. Um, there's a lot of tourists. I, I just I'm going to share the other things outside of the powerful energy forces. Just looking around the Sphinx, there is a lot of like. Um, 
you know, I see like in the distance, there's like a tour bus or tour buses, like way far in the distance. Um, there's a lot of people, man. Yeah. It's a lot of shit. It's busy. So I, man, I really, I really got to visit here in real life. <laughs> I mean, I'm here in real life, but I'm just, you know, you know, in a conscious point, but I got to get out of this guy's only because I'm too fucking lightheaded right now. So, um, give me, I got to take a few deep breaths to get myself out. Give me a minute. I'm coming back. I am fucking lightheaded, guys. This doesn't... Fuck. Give me a minute. I gotta take a sip. Okay. I'm back. Guys, just wanna let you know, water, great grounding. If you are... Um, I know, obviously, the best grounding is being out in nature. Obviously. But if you are like me and you do readings or you do a lot of like channeling or you'd use a lot of that crown chakra, I would highly advise drinking water afterwards. Um, only because it acts as a grounding force because I was utilizing a lot of higher conscious energy and, and my crown chakra to project me to another place in time. And same thing guys, it's not just remote viewing. And right now I'm having a headache, <laughs> but outside remote viewing, um, even if you guys are just psychics or intuitives and you guys do a lot of readings or even those of you are not professional, even just like doing readings for friends, it doesn't matter. It's still an energy drainage. So you want to make sure you keep water nearby for all my channelers and intuitives out there. Just make sure you always keep water. It's a good way to ground when you're actively channeling spirit or actively doing something wild with your consciousness, like astral projection or, um, what's it called? Um, conscious projection through remote viewing. All right. Anyway, now that I'm kind of back in my living room now, now I'm back. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm coming in a little bit. Guys, the fact that I was so lightheaded and so dizzy even now means that there is a huge electrical charge or it could be just that I'm sensitive to energy. So, um, so yeah, what the hell is the Sphinx like, girl? Well, there's a lot of fucking power. There's still a lot of entities. There is something living or there's an energy source underneath it. I don't, I think there are, um, there are tunnels underneath. I do see that. And there is, I believe there could be a base underneath there um, or in that Egyptian region in a general sense. There's a base. I think it's a more of, it could be like a, a UF, like, like alien base, or it could be um, what, I, what I want to talk about ancient, uh, what's called ancient futuristic humans. <laughs> That's the best way I can say. Basically throughout time, when we think about civilizations, guys, so let's use ancient Egypt and like ancient Greece, for example, right? So you know how in, in the old days in history, we've had so many technological advances. Throughout history, there's been so many scientists that say, how did they do this? We don't know. Oh my gosh, right? So what I channeled was, and, and, and this is actually something that I channeled in actually a mentorship. Girl, if you're listening, um, I told your ass I would, I, would, I, would, uh, I would bring this up. So I was in a mentorship with this really awesome ass person. You know, you guys know I do my little one month mentorships where we meet once a week, always a fun time. So me and her, she asked me a question about something, uh, some galactic, like some experience she had with UFOs, right? And how an experience she had, the, the alien entity kind of looked a little bit more human than usual. And no, it wasn't just Pleiadians. Like Pleiadians obviously look um, human, you know, whatever. But she the way she described this uh, this experience was like they had like a toga or something on. Like it could look kind of like, you know, like Roman, right? 
And what I channeled in that session is actually what kind of relates to what I'm about to bring up with this thing. So what I channeled in that session kind of was mind boggling because I didn't really think about it. But basically what was said to her and what I channeled was this, was that in every civilization in society from the old ancient days, from I'm talking about the ancient Greece, I'm talking about the different tribes in Africa, tribes here in America, all, all societies and, and basically in throughout on this whole entire planet, there is always a random select few people from every society that different interdimensional beings will visit and give them words of wisdom technology and it's up to them with what they choose to do with it whether they use it for good or evil right that's the human free will but take it to the next level some of the humans that these uh aliens have shared this knowledge and technology with some humans choose to go with the aliens in the spaceship and the and what i what i channeled was that some humans from even our past were sent to different planets to rebuild and to use knowledge and technology and kind of like become a, like a like a different race of a human if, and if that makes any sense i know this may sound so like crazy but hear me out this is what i channel and so basically um some of us who have abduction experiences or ufo experiences are actually being visited from future humans because they have evolved way past this earth even though they come from this earth this original this actual original earth and even though in our timeline hey you can't be alive you're from ancient greece you should be dead well if i want you all to think about this if they were taken off planet to a whole nother planet with different technology that makes them live way 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 hundreds and hundreds of years and they have way more technology where they can they create ships and they have evolved as a different different human which means that they can um some of us are getting visited by these ancient humans and i call them future ancient humans so they're coming back in time and different alien races can be even hybrids of half human half you know whatever so it's kind of like why certain tribes even here in the um damn someone's blowing their horn y'all hear that like damn calm the fuck down <laughs> i'm trying to talk here i mean i'm joking i'm joking not like they're doing it towards me i'm just making a joke um that's just my own adhd i get distracted easily so excuse me <laughs> um anyway um so i gotta get back on fucking track what the hell was i just saying oh the um people getting visited so because they're technologically advanced as humans, they can they have ships now, they can revisit us and send us information to help us in this current society on this current timeline. Um, and I have to say timeline, because as you guys know, time is not, time may seem in an illusion linear, you know, it's linear, quote unquote, from our point of view right now, but I, I like to use the word timeline instead of just time itself. So, so basically, I say all this because I wonder and speculate if some of those ancient Egyptians, um, you know, evolved enough to go to other planets or whatever. And I feel like some of their energy still is even still existing at the Sphinx and, 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 and at the pyramids just in a general sense. And obviously, um, you know, the Sphinx was obviously, I, I don't, a hundred percent believe the story or the narrative that oh it was just built by slaves or built by this uh-uh i never believed it once um it never intuitively felt right i don't believe it i believe that there was some kind of assistance but anyway um so yeah i guess that's my take on it is that there is a definite energy going on for sure um 
if you are intuitive and you go visit the pyramids or the sphinx definitely take some water with you because this shit was lightheaded just being in spirit form or in conscious form there um okay what else oh shit you also asked about kundalini right yes okay what's my take on kundalini energy and i think that's what you said damn i talked so freaking much that i forgot okay i think you said kundalini awakening um i believe and I think with the Kundalini Awakening, I'm not 100% on it. Um, I don't really know much about it. Um, But what I intuitively feel, just going off the word, I know that it deals with like, you know, the the energy that moves, that's in our spine and goes through our chakras. And I believe it has something to do with the spine, right? Or moving the energy, the life force energy throughout the body. And how, like, the, the energy moves upward. I saw this, like, you know what's interesting? The vision. I want to explain the visual that I see. So the vision that I see is a vision of, um, do you guys know how our DNA looks like? You know how it's like a, like it kind of curves and kind of looks like a ladder and kind of swirls and goes up? And I know that's DNA, but, like, for some reason, clairvoyantly speaking, I see the Kundalini energy. It's energy. It doesn't literally look like a ladder and stuff like a DNA helix you know looks like but i would say that um it does kind of swirl like it has kind of like a sacred geometry kind of um vibe to like like look to it like the like when i see it on someone's like like for example right now inner like spirit showing me an image of a spine and they're showing me energy that's like looks like a spiral going up the spine it's like very beautiful looking and i don't know much about this guys now i'm like damn i kind of want to look look into this (laughs) so um but yeah supposedly it's like a it's supposedly it's kind of like a midlife crisis kind of vibe where it's like kind of like a spiritual awakening but it's like a kundalini way where you feel like everything's just going haywire and all crazy shit but like man you're really upgrading though on on a deeper level but yeah i don't know too much about it so if anyone's like a kundalini master or like knows more about this hit me up well we i'll have you on the podcast we can talk about it because um I'm just quickly channeling, but I'm, I just, yeah, I got to move on to the next question. So I don't really know much. So someone educate my ass. I'm just going off my visual. The visual looks like it's more of a spiritual awakening kind of vibe. The visual looks like a fucking like beautiful spiral kind of energy weaving in and out of the spine, going through the chakras. It looks really beautiful going all the way up to your crown chakra. That's what it at least looks like to me. So yeah, (laughs) um, great questions, by the way, as, as always, a lot of your questions are great. Um, thank you so much. All right. We are going to play our next voicemail. Here we go. Hi, my name is Melanie. Um, I'm like really nervous doing this, but I have a couple questions. Um, I've always been spiritual, I guess. Um, when I was a kid, I kind of shut off being able to like see spirit and I was always so afraid of it like petrified that I've shut it off and now that I'm older I've been trying to gain regain the gifts that I know that I have but I'm still fucking petrified like I am scared and I don't even know why like I know that it would be like my mom or something that I'm trying to like you know communicate with but I'm still terrified 
and I don't know how to get past that, I've prayed on it, I've meditated on it, I've asked for guidance, I've asked for comfort. I just can't seem to get over this hurdle of just soul crippling fear that I have, like, oh my God, what if something happens or what if they come through? Like, I feel like I could, like, pass out. I'm that afraid. If you could just give some guidance on how to get over that, I would, like, so greatly appreciate it because it is, like, crippling me. But I want it so bad, I think maybe that could be contributing to it. I don't know. Any guidance would be helpful. I really love your podcast, and thank you. Thank you so much, Melanie, for calling in. And I appreciate that you were you 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 said you were nervous, but you still powered through and did the voicemail anyway. So can we just take a moment, Melanie, to fucking hold on? Let me let me clap. Congratulate you. You know, we we, we got to celebrate the small things. You know, the fact that you were nervous and you and you did it anyway. Come on, girl, that's amazing. So, um. And it's just me. And, you know, I mean, but I get it. It's nerve wracking because you're like, damn, I'm going to call and I got to leave voicemail. I'm going to be, people are going to hear my voice. You know, I get it. I get it. But I really appreciate it. This is the most non judgmental audience and non judgmental, uh, obviously me, you know, <laughs> obviously I'm non judgmental. But thank you, thank you, thank you. So, based on what you were saying, just to sum it up, you were saying that, um, you were very, you, you had the spiritual gifts when you were younger, but you kind of shut off, you know, um, you shut it off. And now as an adult, you've been trying to get it back, but you just have this like soul crippling fear of, you know, like what's going to come through, you know, or, you know, how to get over this fear. And okay, let me, uh, let me explain a little bit. So first things first, as you were talking, I actually have a personal, um, message to you. Um, normally I don't get too personal on this, but, um, but this can, but this could also relate to other people who might have this crippling fear, but just reading your energy melody, I can hear it through your voice. You guys know throughout my podcast, I can read, um, someone's, uh, I can read through voice. Like I, I don't need to see your face. I can just read through a voice. So just hearing your voice, I was getting glimpses and turns out Melanie that one of your past lives was not the greatest when it came to this kind of shit. Okay. So basically what I visually was seeing as you were you know, talking in your voicemail, I was seeing this quick little glimpse of um, you being completely publicly shamed for your gifts and for being different. And a lot of people accuse you of dealing with demons and darker spirits in a past life. So I say all of this to say that uh, and no, I'm not blaming everything on past lives because no, there's a lot of things even currently in your this current lifetime, Melanie, that could contribute to the fear. But I also want to take in consideration there is a little bit of a past life influence. And what are the odds that you were accused of demonic stuff? Because you know, when the old days, when not even just the old days, even now, there it's like it's like the same shit in the past. What is that phrase? Whatever happened before will happen again. I feel like that's what happens, it, like it's recycled throughout history where people don't understand this line of work automatically assume it's negative. But I feel like that's human nature. Anything what people don't understand, they fear it or they feel like it's negative. So I say this because even though in that past life influence, people accuse you of it, obviously you weren't dealing with demons or darker energy. You were doing very, really good spiritual light work. But going back to this current lifetime, how to overcome that? Well, First and foremost, um, like you said, you've asked for comfort, you meditated, you prayed, you tried everything, but you still have this fear. So 
one of the best ways to kind of work through the fear of opening up is is constantly and i know this may be sound tedious and it may get annoying but it's something that you have to do to build it up in your consciousness which is reaffirming to yourself that it is safe to connect so basically my advice is start small with affirmations and always use i am because as we know there's a lot of power with the with the words i am so for example i am safe to connect to spirit or it is safe to connect to the other side or to connect to my relatives on the other side so you want to start small with saying affirmations that it was safety okay and so you want to start small with safety and reassurance and i'm talking about you're going to have to reassure yourself and reaffirm every single time you feel scared this is not going to be a one-time fixer where you just say it one day and it just cures it all no honey you gotta build it up <laughs> so because i guys you know i teach this all the time so this is just something so we want to start small with affirmations and then you want to work yourself to something bigger such as um for example in a meditation melanie for example if you're meditating what you can do is say, I, you know, you start with the affirmation when you meditate, you know, I'm safe, I'm safe to connect to the other side, I'm safe to connect, it's only loving and positive beings I connect to. Because it seems like your biggest fear is running, seeing something that will scare the fuck out of you, um, whether it's a darker spirit or whatever. So you want to remind yourself that darker spirits and e quote evil spirits, they can only interact with you if you are if like how do i say it it's kind of like it depends on the vibration of your environment and the vibration of of you internally so for example if you have a very good energy you meditate a lot you're a relatively decent person you don't have to worry about negative or evil spirits coming after you because your energy repels it your positive light energy repels it but this also i want to talk about this other other thing which is well i have a good energy v but I still see dark things. Now, I'm not saying this for you, Melanie. I'm, I'm using this in a um, in kind of like a what if scenario. So for people who still see dark things, even though they have a good vibration, why is that? Well, going back to what I was saying, you want to focus on environmental energy as well. So if you have a good vibration, but your home or where you live is a lot of negativity, but you are still positive, but everyone around you is negative or some, or there's just a lot of evil or something around your home or even the land that you're on, then yes, that can, you can still see it even though you're, you have a good vibration, but it will rarely impact you. But that's, I don't know why I brought that up, but hey, maybe that's a tidbit for anyone <laughs> who's listening and went through that. You want to also pay attention to your environment. So Going back to you, Melanie, sorry about that. I kind of sidetracked. <laughs> um, so you want to just remind yourself that you are completely safe and you want to call in um, just to throw it out there. Um, angels and archangels are really good with helping people through fears and phobias. Um, so I would also call in archangels or any kind of angelic energy to help assist you so for example you could say i call on archangel so-and-so or, or my own angel guidance to assist me as i'm connecting to the other side so just by you saying that automatically removes any kind of weird thing or evil anything that's going to get in the way the angel energy is so powerful it neutralizes anything evil or dark so my also advice is to start working with angels or archangels as well as a way to um feel that comfort um so, and also, um, 
you want to remember that your yearning for wanting to connect, you got to remind yourself that it is your birthright. We are all spirits technically. And the, you know, we're all spirits in a human body. So technically you connecting to the other side is very natural, like breathing and it's your birthright. So you also want to affirm that as well, because once again, if you don't feel safe within your own self, or if you hold a lot of anxiety, fears, or paranoia, connecting the other side, it's just going to, it, it's going to be a lot, it's going to be a lot resistant. So you also want to think about anxiety and fear and where that's at. And if you have, if you have any fears or anxieties, or you hold a lot of fear and anxiety, just in a general sense in your everyday life outside of connecting to spirit, because by you working on any other area that you have crippling anxiety or fears in, or, you know, that will also help when it comes to connecting to the other side. But definitely want to, um, going back to what I was saying earlier about your past life, I would also recommend um, saying I remove any past life influence over me. And so it is, I'm free, you know? So you want to also say things like that as well, just to clear out the past life portion as well as the present, you know, the present life too, because I think that there's a big yearning in your soul. Cause I think it's a part of just who you are to be very much connected to the other side. And your soul just wants to free itself and live more in freedom. And I always pose this question to anything in life is what I'm feeling coming from love or fear. Everything that we do, all of our life choices, all of our thoughts are filtered through love or fear. And anytime you feel a little bit of resistance, you want to focus on the love energy. So as soon as you're feeling the fear, and this is another example, um, if you want to connect, start to focus on love energy. So basically, what does that mean? It means in the middle of a meditation, start visualizing people and things that make you happy, that brings you love. So if... Your mom, for example, brings you love. You want to, you know, like, and I know, like you said, you can you can focus on the love and still for the fear. It happens to all of us. It's not a foolproof thing. But the more that you do this over and over and over, it's like reprogramming your entire consciousness to see connecting to spirit. And you have to reword it in a different way. Connecting to spirit is effortless. Connecting to spirit is beautiful. Connecting to spirit is safe. Connecting to spirit is loving. So you want to focus on those words. And, and, and even if you feel the fear coming in, visualize something that makes you feel loving or safe. So that's the best best things I can uh, pretty much offer right at this point. But I would definitely, um, you know, just, just, just marinate on this a little bit. Thank you so, so much, Melanie, because... I got to say what you've what you've asked is a very popular like question and I think a lot of people like you are not the only one I do you, as you guys know I do so many psychic development classes and mentorships and things and this is a common thing and I'm just um you know the more that we minimize the fear in a general sense in our lives the more free we become the more divinely connected you know we all will be but it's it's kind of natural to have a fear of the unknown fear of like what the hell is going to come in but the fear of the unknown can be neutralized by remembering that you, Melanie, and all of us are equally a part of the unknown. As much as what we're fearing about the unknown, we're also very much a part of the unknown. And so you want to remind yourself that um, that everything will be okay. And that, um, and, and also what happens is when we shut down our gifts when we're younger, because it just takes a little bit more of energy to open them back up, but it's never goes away. So 
you're very intuitive, Melody, <laughs> very psychically inclined. I can feel it from here. So you'll be just fine. Um, thank you so much for your question. Seriously, appreciate it. Okay, and now I'm about to play part two of her question. Melanie, I'm about to play part two because I think it's you again. So let me let me press play. Here we go. Hi, it's Melanie again. I'm so sorry. I'm a scatterbrain. Um, something to like kind of piggyback off of that also. Um, I don't know if it's, I don't even know. But I have like when I'm in public and around people in general, like it feels like I, I can hear and I see like movies playing in my head of like their lives and say that I go to Walmart it becomes so overwhelming that I have to leave like I've left the full cart of groceries in the line because I just had to get the hell out of there how can I regulate that or like shut it off I guess but I don't even know that I'm turning it on like how do I control that part of I don't know I guess the 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 skill, the sense, whatever it would be. Um, I'm kind of like new to all this, but not I'm new to like focusing on the gifts, I guess, that I'm trying to improve, but it feels like it's spiraling out of control and I don't know how to regain control over it in a way. If you could also give some guidance on that, I would greatly appreciate it. Thank you. All right, Melanie. Okay, once again, great question. Like, Melanie, I gotta say the questions you're asking, like a lot of people can really like relate to it. I can just feel it in my bones, man. I do. So um, like seriously, we all are very overwhelmed in public. Like this is such a true fucking thing. Like it happens to me too. Even I'd be slipping up where I'm like, uh-uh. You know what? Walmart is terrible for me too, Melanie. I gotta say, I agree with you. Like, and then the fluorescent lights piss me off too. I mean, that has nothing to do. That has nothing to do with psychic kids. That's just my own shit. I don't know what's wrong with me. My whole life I've had a sensitivity to like fluorescent lights. Very weird, but I don't know. Anyway, um, so what you can do, the fact that you're even seeing, I think you said, I, I mean, I would say correct me if I'm wrong, but I mean, it's not like you can talk to me live right now, but I think that you said that you could even like, like for example, even Walmart, you'll see like the movies playing in your head of their lives. That is clairvoyance. And that's exactly what happens to me as well in Walmart and places like that. It's actually why you guys always see me out in nature and shit. And because it's, 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 it's overwhelming sometimes we are on people, but let me give you some advice that worked for me and what I've learned over the years on my personal experiences. Okay. So what I've started doing over the last decade, um, under the complete, like my, my spirit guides are like, bitch, you got to do something about this. We're tired of you complaining about going out in public. So they finally, you know, like 10 years ago, they're like, all right, let's help this girl out. So this was the advice. So before I, Okay, let's say, for example, you're you're in the car, you're in your own energy when you're in your own car about to run an errand, right? So in the car, obviously, everything's fine. Once you start to park, you're like, okay, great, about to go into this place, right? You can already feel the energy from the parking lot. Guys, am I crazy? But does any one of you guys feel like when you go to a parking lot, whether it's Walmart or I don't give a fuck, Planet Fitness, the grocery store, it doesn't matter where you're at, can you guys already start to feel like 
the energy of like everyone around you where you're like, oh God, here we go. And it's even if you had a positive attitude before heading out, sometimes you know how people are usually frustrated and annoyed doing errands. So we all can pick up on it. And it starts for me personally already soon as I'm in the parking lot. So anyone out there also feel it from the parking lot, but of course it gets more intense once you're inside, you know, but Um, But sometimes we might luck out and we might get a really happy person and you're like, wow, you have a good energy despite all this like horrible, everyone being miserable and shit. You know, it's always good when you run into one of those people. Anyway, getting off track. Sorry, Melanie. Um, So back to what I was saying. So getting back, I'm I'm using the example of being in the car. So we park. So once you're, once you park your car before you go into, whether it's a store or whether it's someone's home, whatever the case may be. What you want to say to yourself is, I am keeping, so you want to stay in your own energy and focus only on your energy. So before, for example, before I go into store, I will literally, and since I'm clairvoyant, I do a lot of things visually. So I will literally visualize a huge bubble over myself. And then I will say the words in my mind, I am only feeling and being in my own energy. So I make sure I use a little as you see, the keyword here, here's my secret ingredient to life, guys, is little mini affirmations. These little affirmations, saying it like like nonchalantly right before store, it freaking helps. This is what helps me through almost anything, especially with my anxiety as well, is saying a little affirmation. Because remember, our realities are created by what we tell ourselves in our minds and what we feel our reality will match that. So if we tell ourselves, oh God, I'm gonna go in the store and fill everyone's energy, then we know what's gonna fucking happen. We're gonna go in there and fill everyone's energy. But if we take power back, take our power back and take control of it, like like you said, we're gonna take control of it. So you take control by saying, no, I'm only going to be in my own energy and I'm only gonna feel my own energy within this within my own bubble. And I will not... And, and basically, you're affirming to yourself that you will not take on someone's energy. Obviously, I would, uh, you know, with protection, your energy, you can use visualization such as like a bubble of white light. You can visualize mirrors like so any energy that's being sent, like any energy you run into, it won't be sent to you. And also, um, I visually, this may sound funny, but because I'm a clairvoyant, when I want to shut myself off. I will literally put music and headphones while I'm shopping. So that's also a really good one. Um, Obviously, if you have kids, it's kind of hard. You can't just shut their asses out with music. So sorry, you know, you got to actually like, you know, can't put music on. But music helps for the, if you take, if you run errands, I would keep your headphones in because that's a good way to, it blocks out a lot of energy. Um, But also, um, you know, of course you can use, I know some people use crystals and things for protection, I guess, you know, you could, you know, I don't know. I'm not like a huge crystal person. I mean, I know crystals are cool and stuff. I have like one or two of them, but you know, whatever crystals will work for that. But most importantly, you want to define your reality before you get into someone's house or, or into a Walmart or grocery store. So the main objective here is to, to, Tell yourself and also your guide saying, I am shutting down my psychic senses for the duration of this of this grocery trip. So you want to be very specific and you want to also work with your guides and say, hey, guides, can you also um, minimize the psychic interactions with people or picking up on psychic stuff? I am completely blocking it and you can visualize a bricks bricks around you as well meaning it's a brick wall literally like nothing's going to get in. So you can either use visuals or you can verbalize it verbalization works just as well as visuals visuals works just as well as verbalization so whatever you want to do it 
that's one of the ways you can do it. Yes, we can turn on and off our gifts anytime we want. It all depends on what we focus on. So here's another thing. What if you do the bubble? What if you protect yourself? What if you do all the right things and you're still feeling overwhelmed in the store, right? Because that happens to me. And you know what, you know what, you know what it is? I, just like you, Melanie, I see visions when I'm like, for example, I will walk down an aisle and if I see an old woman, I'll see a visual of either someone who's passed or just something that's going on in her life. I can feel it. I can feel someone has dad issues, mom issues. I can see it. I can feel it. And so what happens is if I don't keep it in check. So for example, let's say I did my bubble and I walk in the store and I'm like, oh, great. This old woman, I'm feeling all of her pain. Oh no, I'm feeling glimpses of seeing glimpses of her life. Usually as a psychics, just like you, Melanie, we usually focus on the visions because it just, it's so random while we're shopping that it like, it grabs your attention, right? So what you do, instead of focusing more on these visions, you quickly tell yourself, oh, nope, you, you, you quickly black out the vision. So you want to visualize like a, like, like, like a, um, like a brick wall in your mind, literally visualize a brick wall or some kind of glass thing. You visualize either a brick wall or you tell yourself in your head, nope, I will not further investigate any of these psychic energies that I'm feeling. That was a big game changer. So if any of you guys get caught up in the moment where you're feeling overwhelmed in public and you, and you find yourself connecting psychically to everyone at that moment, you say, I disconnect from everyone's energy around me. I disconnect to all energies that is not my own. And as soon as you say that, it, it, it releases you. And also the advice here is even if you're picking up on someone, don't overly investigate the curiosity. Don't investigate or don't focus on the visions that you're seeing. Like even if we are walking by someone and see visions, don't focus too much in it or you'll get lost in it, then you'll be overwhelmed. So even if you see a glimpse in your mind, that's when you say, I disconnect my energy from everyone's energy in this place. And then you put a little, you know, visual and, and say, I am safe. I'm protected in my own energy. So that's another way you can kind of do it in the, in the heat of the moment. Wow. This was actually um, <laughs> a really good episode. I mean, I, I think all my episodes are good, of course, but I mean, like I really enjoyed um, hanging out with you guys and, um, you know, talking all this psychic stuff. It's always fun for me. Um, Anything else to say? Uh, no. No, I think that's it. That is it. Well, well, guys, I think that's it for today. So, yeah, call in to the podcast phone line. And um, if you guys want, if you guys have any questions and stuff like this, I'm more than happy to answer. Or if you want to do a, men- a mentorship with me or a class or some readings, I'm obviously available. Um, I do have some availability right after Christmas. Yeah, like the 27th, 28th. And then, yeah, so look forward to hearing from you guys. And until the next episode, peace.